2021, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court with a crime they didn't commit. Men promptly escaped the max security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, they still wanted by the government. They survive a soldier's fortune. If you have a problem, no one else can help. And if you can find them, maybe you can hire here in Bitcoin. Welcome to another episode of Beer and Bitcoin. All three of us are here again this week. It's like a world record. Um, so I've seen a lot of weird stuff in the headlines this week. What do you got, Jimmy? <laughs> All kinds of stuff, dude. And I'm going to try to go fast because I got a lot of information. I want to get through it real quick. Okay. I know we're limited. All right. Anyway, this this is a very important week. You get, you get the consumer price index coming out. They're going to have their... I believe that they're going to release it on uh, 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 July 13th. Okay, what's the date today? July 10th, 10th. or the 9th? Yeah, 10th. 10th. So Wednesday, Wednesday-ish. And that'll give the indicator of the inflation still going to go, well, by the, the tape measure that they use, okay? which can be manipulated just like everything else, but keep that in mind. It's kind of a Chinese finger trap. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Well, they're going to come out with that. Then that will help them decide. So remember, keep that date in mind next Wednesday, July 13th. And then they'll have their meeting right here on the uh, board of governors and federal reserve system website. They'll have their meeting the July 26th, 27th. And that's when they'll, decide on the rate increase if they haven't already but this is when they'll let us know the rest of us small people that's pretty important because if uh it looks like from everything that i gather it's it's probably another 75 basis points so they're gonna bring it up and the market's probably gonna get rocked again yeah one would think that's what happens i keep hearing people talk about august like august is an important month Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. <laughs> I mean, there are some people giving arguments of uh, 50 basis points. Some people have 75 basis points. I believe that there's like 12 Federal Reserve, the board. I think uh, 11 out of the 12. There was only one that was kind of arguing for 50 basis points. Either way, it's going up. Right. It's going it's to go up substantially, three quarters of a point. And the markets will respond. They may respond just on the CPI. This will be something. Sometimes the last few CPI, it's like it's been uh, uh, by the news, sell the rumor kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They, they, uh, Bitcoin and other assets actually had a spike on this day, which didn't really make sense. It's just trying to steer the market in one direction when everybody thinks it's going in the other. And then when they actually raised the interest rates, it went boom, it went down. We had the big drop. Interesting. So, so I'm going to guess that you might get a one or $2,000 bump here. And, <laughs> and then another $1,000 bump down here. Down. And that's what I'm I'm just guessing. Wow. Any, nobody knows what the fuck's going to happen. Yep. But you can tell the bottoms. I don't know how low it's going to go. But at an 80% loss, I ain't going to sell. I don't know about you guys. I'm in it for the no. long <laughs> for the long term. And now's, not the, now's not the time. Now's not the time. Now's the time that you wish you had a pretty substantial spot on the side. Right. Of, uh, you know what I mean? Of, of dry powder, as they say. Yeah. You buy. Says, uh... CNBC, the Fed sees more restrictive policy as likely if inflation fails to come down, minutes say. Uh, the Federal Reserve officials in June emphasized the need to fight inflation even more if it meant slowing the economy that already appears to be on the brink of recession. We're already in a recession. We are. We've had two quarters, right? That's right. And we are yeah. already in a recession. And nobody's nobody announced that. Nobody talked about that. Well, you start talking that shit, and then the small people might start freaking out. They're forced in a recession. Okay, you got 
to help fight inflation, okay, you raise the interest rates and you discourage spending. So, like, if you can't, on one side of it, they can manipulate the supply of money. And we've been over that and over that and over that and over that, right? You know what I mean? They can print more money and they can take away money. They can destroy money, pretty much is what they do. <clears throat> but what, what they can't manipulate is they can't manipulate energy. They can't manipulate uh, stuff. You know what I mean? You, you can't just, uh, there's not going to be more like gas, for instance. You can't, well, you can do if they let them fucking pump or whatever. I guess that's a bad example. But there, there's certain things that you can't manipulate. You can't manipulate water. You can't manipulate baby formula. You can't, you know what I mean? There's certain, right. there's only so much of, of these certain things. So instead of manipulating the 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 money supply, they can discourage the spending to make more of a, a surplus of them products and stuff like that. Right. If that makes any sense to you. It does. And that's what they do is if they can't manipulate the actual quantity of something will destroy the demand for it. It's, you know, you, it's really hard to think that that's actually going to happen though. Like, I don't know about you guys. I'm not seeing anybody slow down. Right. But I see just, just as many cars out, restaurants are full, Walmart's full. Right. Do you think maybe, maybe that's part of the agenda with the gas prices is to discourage people from going anywhere? Frenchman agrees. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. But at the same time, I'm still seeing people driving down the road. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the, the pain's coming, man. It, yeah. it, takes, it takes time for it to, and what they got to well, be really concerned with is when you have, uh, inflation going up okay inflation's going up and the supply is still uh the demand is is going down right so you got the as they call stagflation or, or right. whatever yeah you know? I, I and it, yeah i've heard i've heard that like um gosh where was i gonna go with it um i mean that, that that's that's the worry right is that it's going to be this, uh, they call it the bullwhip on the supply chain, right? And so yeah. I've heard that things like fuel and food are going to go way up in price, but the demand for the stuff you that you you um, would normally spend on, you know, frivolous stuff like TVs and things like that, that's all going to come down. Yeah. And, and to bring inflation down, they have to bring unemployment up. That's part of their plan. That's part of how this works. And by bringing unemployment up, there's less, less products, less, you know that's, what I mean? That's probably going to work out because it doesn't seem like anybody wants to work anyway. <laughs> no, my God. I just, my brother and his, uh, he's talking uh, about, he's in like some arm wrestling group of uh, fellers. They were going to, I don't know where the hell, no, Montana or, or Nebraska, some, some arm wrestling event or whatever. Right. Well, they're sitting in an airport because they there's they missed it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this whole yeah. crew of wrestlers didn't get to go where they're going because there's such a shortage of fucking pilots. Yep. There's a shortage of pilots because, well, part of it is because you either get your shot or you don't, you know what or I mean? You don't fly. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then I seen uh, teachers in Florida, they're 9,000 something uh, school teachers short. Yeah, I saw that too. Per, per student or whatever. Uh, it, it goes on and, and on and on and on. You know, uh, police officers, there's like a, such a demand for police officers. And where I work, man, just where I work, or we're running on half the crew and you just can't wow. get anybody. And they're offering, I think there's new hires that are getting more money than people that have been there for five, 10 See, years. That is the recipe for disaster, man. Like we've, we faced that too, where just to get people to come through the door and apply we've had we have to offer them what our guys are getting right now and it's like you know it's a it's a sticky situation because when people figure that out <clears throat> right well part of that is because of the the boom in the assets there's been a ton of people that that felt wealthy off in dogecoin 
Okay. Right. That felt that, well, I don't have to, I'm, I'm taking the summer off or I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And as people's housing house prices rise, any kind of assets, stocks, their portfolio has gone up and up and up and up and up. They feel wealthier. Right. They, they, you know what I mean? They're, they're essentially they are on paper unless they do, you know, but they got to realize that that's coming back down the other way. You know, and, and something else that I've seen is that like the secondary market, which is, I mean, people are just asking ridiculous amounts of money for like used cars and used yeah. whatever. Like I went to a yard sale and this guy was selling a bunch of stuff from Harbor Freight and he was asking the same, <laughs> almost the same price that a Harbor Freight gets. And I'm like, why are you doing this? And he's like, oh, well, it's, it's still in the box. I'm like, I can go to Harbor Freight and get it with a warranty for $5 more, you know? But what I've heard is that people right now are still riding the high of the stimuluses, right? And so as they're burning through their savings, that's going to end. And if they're still tight on money, then they're going to start dumping things, right? So even on this, the secondary market, we're maybe, maybe going to see stuff get cheaper too. Well, I think things are going to start slowing down, dude. They really are. Yeah. And this is another, you know, uh, how far we, I've, I've talked about on here, how far that they can raise the interest rates before they can't service the debt. Right. You right. Know, and they're not much more. Here, not well. Yeah. Not a whole lot more. No, I don't think, I believe it's somewhere between five and 6%. I got to look into it. I tried to find it and I tried to find more, but I can't find any solid, you know, piece of article on it or whatever. But this is uh, off the physical data for the treasury, US treasury. And this is just talking about the interest rates and stuff like that. And this is just as of right now, not counting another 75 basis points or whatever. And this right here is a physical year to current month expenses. This is uh, interest, just the interest rates on treasury treasury notes is, you know, 15, 15 and a half billion. Treasury bonds, 9 billion. Inflation protected securities, one. For the year to end date, 133.6 billion on the treasury notes. And that's as the interest rate sits right now. Okay. As they raise interest rates, this will go up. It's going to cost more to borrow money and how the u.s does it is when the fed wants to shrink their balance sheet they'll take the they'll make treasury notes and they'll sell them to entities to people to other countries to whoever and that's more or less borrowing money from or borrowing from, from investors okay and that's the same thing you know, the treasury bonds the inflation protected securities Expense inflation compensation and treasury floating rate notes. <clears throat> so with all that being said, will the US ever default on its debt? Of course. Oh, <laughs> Throughout modern history, the US has never defaulted on its debt. The government has a self-imposed borrowing limit known as the debt ceiling. And we've all heard about that time and time again. They raise it every six fucking months. That's right. Keep that in mind. It has raised or suspended that limit to help pre prevent the U.S. from defaulting on its debt. The debt ceiling was uh, reached once again in August 1st of 2021, the day after the suspension that was put in place by Bar Bipartisan Budget Act of 2019 expired. Congress must agree on whether to raise it again or suspend it to prevent default. Not raising or suspending the debt ceiling could potentially lead to a volatile financial markets and a recession. The debt ceiling is the limit on how much debt Congress allows the federal government to have. On August 1st, 2021, that debt limit was $28.4 trillion. If the ceiling was never raised or suspended, the U.S. Treasury Department would not be able to issue more Treasury bonds. And that's what we just talked about, and that's the stuff that I showed you over here. The Treasury bonds, okay? Important which will bring in the revenue to help pay the bills. <clears throat> the government would be forced to choose between paying the federal employee salaries, social security benefits, or the interest on the national debt. If that does not pay the interest, the country would default. On December 14, 2021, the debt ceiling was raised once again by 2.5 trillion. The new limit is around 31.4 trillion. That was as of uh, pretty much Christmas of last year. This increase constituted the largest dollar amount increase in the national debt. 
Okay, here's some uh, key takeaways in modern history. The U.S. has never defaulted. A debt ceiling is a self-imposed limit on how much debt the Congress allows the federal government to have. If Congress does not raise a suspended debt, the U.S. could default, which would impact financial markets. Not raising or suspending the debt ceiling, the U.S. could default on its debt, and Congress doesn't raise the debt ceiling once it's reached. Congress also has the power to suspend the debt limit, as it did in 2019. When the debt ceiling is reached, the Treasury Department takes various emergency financial measures to help pay the nation's bills, find some more time for Congress, and make that decision on the debt ceiling, okay? Now, all this stuff and blah, 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 I'm not going to fucking go into the whole, quite a bit. So they're never going to default because they raised their the debt ceiling, right? Right. Hold on, he's well, Hold on. This is a key point that I don't think a lot of people, uh, and I did want to highlight that. What's the difference between government debt and the federal budget deficit? That's a key thing, okay? Uh, debt and deficits are closely linked, but they are not the same. Debt refers to how much you owe, okay? We pretty much got that. But while a deficit measures how much less income an entity has comparing to its spending. When a government spends more than it makes in taxes, then its budget, it has a budget deficit, okay? It's important to know, you're spending more than you're making, okay? That's the deficit, is the volume, the, the, that margin in between your spending and how much you're earning. Just wanted to bring that up. But anyway- Can we use that I, for an excuse? <laughs> what's that? Can we use that for an excuse? Like- I do uh, all the time. Fuck, you know? Right. Hey, man, you know, I got a meeting coming up today. I'm going to raise my debt ceiling. So hold the fuck on. Right. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what did we talk about? 31 point. What was the, the debt ceiling? 31.5 trillion. 31.5, he says. And my go my, uh, God damn it. That fucking thing on the top, man, really fucks me up. I got to oh. figure that out. Then I got to wait for it to go down and I got to sneak behind it. Jesus. That's not it. That's there we are. Here we go. You guys are familiar with this. The U.S. Oh. debt clock. The oh. U.S. debt clock. Oh, this is not now, good. Now, this right here is what uh, something they want to highlight. Okay. Now, what was the debt ceiling? You said 31.5 trillion. 31.5. Okay. So we're at 30, almost 30.6. Now, when they get to dollars, that, it's going to fucking burn right through when, that. When they get to that. We're going to get to that debt ceiling part again. They're going to have to reverse because they're going to raise the debt ceiling. And that means mm -hmm. that more money will get printed. Mm -hmm. and, you know what I mean, and we'll be swinging the pendulum, be swinging back the other way. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Another thing I want you guys to look at is this is U.S. debt clock by country. Okay. National debt, 30.572. 30 trillion 572 billion these are all the other countries and their debt clocks <laughs> china at 10.6 japan at 15. well something that i really want you to point out is all these other countries right here this is the gdp gross domestic product okay and this is the national debt and this is the public debt to gdp ratio the percentage jet uh external debt to gdp ratio don't need to pay attention to that what i want you to pay attention to is this right here the gross domestic product. You see this number? Yeah. Yeah. It's going up. You see their national debt's going up. It's going up. You look at all these other countries aside. Except for ours. For the United States. You see the national debt? It's going up. <laughs> you see the gross oh, domestic product? My you see the gross domestic product? Goodness. They're going down. Mm-hmm. Now that should be an that should be a, an alarm. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> Keep bailing. <laughs> uh, people don't understand what that is, but really, is that we do not produce. You got more people sitting on their fucking ass. We we outsource jobs to China because we pay somebody four dollars an hour because of politics and the decisions that you you people you elected. And all that other horseshit. The only other one that you're going to see going down is Russia. And that's for totally different reasons. Yeah. Because right? <laughs> they got sanctions like a motherfucker to try to do this. To try to destroy their economy. Okay? Mm -hmm. And they're like, wow, 
they can still sell to China or stuff. But but when you got, let's say fucking Carney's got all these fucking baseball cards and everybody's like, fuck you, I ain't buying your shit. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'll buy them. I'll give you, you 20 bucks. And you're like, well, fuck you, it's worth 50. Eh, that's yeah. what I got. You know what I mean? You yeah. kind of set your own price. Just like anything else that has the monopoly. Mm-hmm. If you're the only buyer in town, you're going to sell it. You gotta move it, right? I, I love yeah. it when I love it when Jimmy gives us gives us um, an economics lesson to set up uh, like from Frenchville, right? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> if you're selling weed, <laughs> right? We're gonna call it the French million weed. <laughs> but it, that should be alarming, right there. You know what I mean? I mean, just just the national debt alone. Like I looked at us at the top, and granted, I know we do a lot you know we have the world yeah. reserve currency yada 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 but turn i look the clock back worth turn 30 the clock back. yeah 2012 your national debt yeah. was half of what it is holy fuck. this is insanity man spent roughly you know over 15 trillion dollars in 10 years it puts a knot in my gut just to look at it doesn't it well but 2010 to 20 2018 they printed more money than it's ever been in circulation yeah and, and this this bullshit can't uh, <laughs> can't ride that shit wave there that much longer no what i'm how saying fast is, that number goes up and how fast it goes down i think i've been wrong before i've been wrong about a lot of stuff but i think with the election and then this number here, however fast that fucking goes out, it's clicking right along. But the debt ceiling being at 30, 31.4, what was it? 31.4, 31.5, or whatever. Yeah. They have to pivot by then, I believe. That, that will come up uh, just after elections. Well, yeah, because what the, I imagine what's going to happen is the just Republicans, before. you're going to get the red wave, and then... The Republicans are gonna be like, "Yay, we won! We're gonna lead the country forward!" And all of a sudden, it's gonna be like, "Oh, here's this bag. Hold it." Remember right. here, I'm always pointing this out. I think it was 200 and something when I first brought this to you. I think the last time we talked, it was 370 something. Paper to silver ratio, 391. So typical paper to silver ratio. Theoretically, the dollar to silver, silver should be. A one, you know, a thousand five hundred and fifty-three dollars an ounce, and it's what nineteen an ounce right now. <laughs> Guess you boys better buy some silver. If, if, if the U.S. dollar was backed by was backed by silver and gold, you know what I mean, or whatever. <clears throat> that's that's roughly a, what. Same thing with gold, eleven thousand, eleven point five, really. Just Can something. Be- Keep in mind. Food for thought. Food for thought. Food for thought. I'm a little dumb, dumbfounded by all of it. In other news, <laughs> Voyager. We got to talk about Voyager. Yeah, you do, because you have to go back and apologize because you said people last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking not that. Don't worry about Voyager. <laughs> it's gonna be all right. It's gonna no, come back. Out of all the other ones, I'm gonna show you some stuff, and I ain't back in Voyager. <laughs> No more. I say that I was wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> However, right, I was wrong for the past. It's just nobody's ever going to be able to time the market, and nobody's. Ever. No. This is a uh, bullshit. Uh, consequences from Luna and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, well, basically Luna started this shit show. But there's another reason why I'm pissed off with these guys, and I'll show Fuck. you why. Crypto lender Voyager addresses customer anger in first bankruptcy hearing. Okay, now I want you to keep in mind that Voyager is one of the very few publicly traded companies, which means they have to disclose things. They have to let their investors know. It has to be publicly out there. They can't hide behind whatever, like Celsius or, or whatever, and do all their shady bullshit. All right. Bankrupt crypto lender Voyager Digital described a rocky relationship with its customers in an initial bankruptcy hearing on Friday, saying it had received threats after freezing crypt, uh, customers' crypto accounts. In the company's first bankruptcy hearing before the U.S. bankruptcy judge Michael Wales or Wiles in Manhattan, 
Voyager attorney uh, Christopher Marcus of Kirtland and Ellis said that the company had proposed a bankruptcy restructuring plan as early as it could in order to assure customers that it had not lost everything after the company froze their account. I want you guys to be prepared. Some of this is going to hurt. Okay. Holy <laughs> fuck. Voyager filed for bankruptcy, protecting the Manhattan on Tuesday, blaming a recent slump in the crypto market that had caused it to freeze customers' withdrawals. The company said that it had 3.5 million active users and over 5.9 billion in cryptocurrency assets at the time of its filing. The recent crash <clears throat> led one fellow crypto lender, Three Arrows Capital, 3AC, to file for bankruptcy in the British Virgin Islands, two others, Celsius Network and Volve. Okay. And there are some smaller ones as well. Uh, they have blocked customers from withdrawing their crypto assets. Voyager's relative uh, silence before its bankruptcy filing caused some customers' anger to escalate into personal threats against the company's management and their families. We are focused on the path forward, Marcus said. It's not correct to think that there is no hope. The bankruptcy plan filed on Wednesday describes Borger's efforts to find an outside buyer or uh, partially repay his customers under their plan, partially repay their customers under the plan. If no buyer emerges, Voyager would give its customers all existing Voyager tokens, which would go to fucking nothing. Isn't that what you guys uh, said? Be immediately be, be dumped. I will um, give you some diseased camels that will die soon. <laughs> we pay you, sir. Voyager will give its customers all existing Voyager tokens, 100% of the company's equity shares, and any proceeds from the $650 million dispute with the 3AC, and a to-be-determined partial repayment of the specific cryptocurrency held in their accounts. Okay. <laughs> While Voyager attempted to reassure customers, it told Wiles that customers did not own the specific crypto assets in their account. This is the part that chaps my ass. Voyager considers those assets to be the company's property, saying that its customers hold unsecured claims for the value of them assets. Not your keys. Voyager drew a distinction between crypto assets and the portion of customers held in the accounts held in cash, which it did not claim. Customers' cash accounts were held with a $350 million commingled account with the Metropolitan Commercial Bank, and Voyager will not interfere with the cash accounts unless it has concerns about fraudulent customer withdrawals. Wiles said that the case presented several novel legal questions, including Voyager's position that it owned the crypto assets. The judge questioned whether Voyager had even filed the right type of bankruptcy case, suggesting that it met criteria for liquidation as a broker-dealer with protected customer accounts. <clears throat> Sussberg said in a traditional Tractor 11 restructuring, restructuring would be better for the customers, a broke, uh, broker-dealer liquidation would completely halt uh, Voyager's operations and result in a lot of expensive litigation that would benefit no one. Uh, the case for Voyager Digital Holdings, Inc., U.S. Bankruptcy Court for the Southern District of New York, blah, blah, blah. But basically what they're saying up here is that they own they own <laughs> your your crypto you don't you you just have unsecured claims on the value of them assets and <laughs> if this again. taught me anything <clears throat> like you said not your keys not your not your crypto you know what i mean i'm never <laughs> gonna trust enough not that i lost the whole uh, but voyager and celsius like listen to these people talk you know just like the fucking rest of it's just like just like around. government. You're right. You're right. You're right. Not your you got this piece of paper, but fuck you. However, I want to point a couple other things out. Voyager, okay. Were you making the threats? No, <laughs> but I am right now. Goddamn! I'll punch if you. Mother fucking balls, you short little fuck. If you if you go on Reddit, if you go on Reddit, you'll uh, see where the threats are. Man, they are there. This guy you, you is, talk about Reddit. I've never been. been oh my gosh! They're like, you need to dox this guy. You need, you know, <laughs> let's go after his family. I'm like, this is terrible. Like, I would. It's not, this is a, a stem. This is uh, consequences from Luna. All this is. This is. This is bad. Uh, bad. Oh, oh, over leverage because everything's and life is good and everything's. They're no different than fucking anybody else. However, 
what I want to do is point out that Almedia Ventures surrenders shares of Voyager Digital LTD, okay? And this happened a week before Voyager filed for bankruptcy. Voyager lent to This, this was guys. the fart in the car that nobody smelled. This is what nobody, but this is this is a good thing, okay? This is what's going to give you a little bit of hope. Almedia Ventures surrender shares of Voyager Digital LTD. And I found this Toronto uh, research upload reported that on June 2022, June 22nd of 2022, it disposed of 4,500 common and variable voting shares of the shares of Voyager Digital LTD, which occurred in the way of surrender the Voyager cancellation for no consideration. The sender, the surrender is represented approximately at 2.29%. Uh, the issued and outstanding shares of Voyager of, from June 22nd. The share subject surrender have a notational value of approximately 3.4 million or 2.6 million US, closing the price of shares on the Toronto Stock Exchange. And I know a lot of people are like, yeah, okay, whatever. What's that mean? Prior to the surrender of Almeida, together with his affiliate, Amelia Venture owned an aggregate of 22,681,000 shares of Voyager, which represented approximately 11.56% of its issued outstanding shares of Voyager as of June of 2022, okay? Now, if you have over 10%, following the surrender, Almeida and its affiliate corrective own exercise control of direction over directly or indirectly aggregate of 18 million blah 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 shares representing approximately 9.49 percent that's a key number okay if you have over 10 percent shares and what a lot of people don't realize is these motherfuckers borrowed from voyager they borrowed they were, they were like a, a horrendous number of like fucking 300 million or some bullshit they're not in trouble. Is the three-year-old's capital got Voyager in couple in, in trouble in trouble? Okay, so the point I want to get at <clears throat> is they relinquish shares of nine point nine percent. Okay, and you remember what Elon Musk did when he was fucking with Twitter and about accounting? If you own more than ten percent of shares of any company, you're considered an, an insider. Right. Okay. And remember where Elon bought. And it said on its on his Twitter account, "Hello," right? That put him at nine point two percent, just under the ten percent mark, or nine and a half percent. We say for whatever. Okay. I believe that this uh, Malida, and they just Voyager Digital secures a five hundred million dollar credit facility loan from El Media, the same people that borrowed from Voyager months ago, just pretty much gave them a bailout of five hundred million. Okay, the company's statement informed the size of the loan, which is for 200 million cash of USDC revolver and 15,000 Bitcoin. This makes the total amount around 500 million since the 15K Bitcoin is valued at around 300 million as of right now. Voyager intends to use the fresh funds to safeguard customer assets in light of a current market volatility and blah, blah. It has nothing to do. It's got a little to do with market volatility, but they're, they're not doing that. I mean, they keep pointing the finger at the price of Bitcoin and, and crypto going down, but that's not the real problem. The real problem was uh, incompetence on their lending. Right. They way too fucking much to people that they shouldn't have been doing it to. Unsecured. Unsecured. It, it was. Uh, it was their fuck up. You know what I mean? But I think that that Almighty and, and them giving this this loan i believe that they're positioning themselves to not necessarily give them a loan but to acquire to buy voyager I you think, think almeda almeda ventures is going to buy voyager why else would they give away the shares and give them okay. a loan and then put their shares just under that that right 10 percent, just like elon Musk did when he oh, then backfired on all the people he did the, the twitter thing which was really a brilliant move you know what i mean and now he's not not considered uh, an insider, right? Okay, so it really looks like that's what's going on. But we'll see. <laughs> and if they acquire them, I think it would be good for us long term. Anybody that has any funds on Voyager or anything like that, because obviously they have the money. They weren't outstretched. They had. They weren't lending the three euros capital, right? Arrows capital. Do you think they're going to give us our shit back that was on there? 
I think that's the best case scenario. I think if they if the judge says uh, no, it's not chapter eleven; it's chapter seven. Then they have to liquidate. Liquidate everything, and then you're you're not going to get all. You'll you might get something. You'll get something, but it's not going to be Voyager token. It'll be fucking yeah, stupid fucking Voyager tokens, (laughs) which will go to nothing. Right, essentially like Luna, right? Right. Oh, you knew Get that. It, sell it. Don't invest more than you're willing to lose. You know, well, motherfucker, I got Bitcoin on there. Right? Yeah. The only reason I bought your stupid ass fucking Voyager token is to meet them qualifications to get certain interest rates on Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano. That's right. Real fucking projects. You know what I mean? This is no different than fucking Cole's Cash or uh, a, 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 a token, a ticket to. To get to Willy the Wonka's chocolate factory. That's right. <laughs> and it all based down to the three arrows fucking capital. <clears throat> and uh, reportedly fled Singapore. And wake they fled. Up. Sparky pointed this out to me. Three arrows capital founders reportedly fled from Singapore. Holy oh, fuck. The crypto Where'd hedge fund went from 10 billion of assets under management. To file in Chapter 15 bankruptcy, a court document says that Su Zhu and Kelly Kelly Chen as creditors, the legal team in the embattled uh, crypto hedge fund, Three Arrows Capital, 3AC, have recently claimed that the founders of the company have fled Singapore. The crypto hedge fund was one of the firms impacted the hardest by the recent crypto crash, resulting in them to have to file Chapter 15 bankruptcy in the bid to protect their U.S. assets and creditors from the country. This is according to the Bloomberg CNBC representatives made the filing in the Southern District Court of New York just over a week ago. Filing for bankruptcy did not put an end to the crypto hedge funds woes as the British Islands Court ordered a liquidation, which is what we don't want from Voyager 3AC. This order came out the same time that Voyager Digital issued its notice of default for 3AC for its failure to pay 15000 150 Bitcoin and a $350 million loan. The court document also lists the uh, Su Zhu and Kelly Kali, who is the wife of the co-founder, uh, Kyle Davies, as company creditors, which means that they are on track to be paid before others, which is an argument or arrangement commonly in early stage startups. However, the move is suspicious for 3AC, which has been around for a little just under a decade or hyper profitability until recently. Now that the founders of 3AC have fled Singapore, investors' suspicions have been strengthened that 3AC was an illegitimate operation. <laughs> to add to this point, 3AC once boasted it had around 10 billion worth of assets under management, leaving some some of the space to believe that the recent bankruptcy filing was a cover up for the founders' escape plan. <sighs> what these guys did. Is they borrowed a fucking bunch of fucking Bitcoin, borrowed a bunch of assets and stuff like that, and to pay the to pay that payment, they were state they had a uh, boom, three hundred fifty nine point six million was used by Three Arrows Capital, Three AC to acquire a locked Luna, which is now worth about six hundred seventy dollars. <laughs> And thought your Voyager Bitcoin. account was a kick in the pants. <laughs> but Luna at the time was uh, you were getting uh, 20%. 20%. So it's like, oh, Jesus, this is brilliant. Yeah. This is brilliant. Let's use other people's money to make money. Yeah. All good things come to an end. And it's Voyager's, Voyager's the one that's fucking up because they're lending your money way too much and these people are leveraged like a motherfucker obviously you know what i mean and then something failed and then we're in the boat we're in now so voyager's incompetence of of lending your money to too much of it into one you know what we always say, you know, don't invest too much, spread it around. Don't do it. You know what I mean? They obviously lend in too much to one one entity. Yeah. And oh, it's secure because they're because they're this, you know, monster company and stuff like that. Yeah. 
I've seen this Bernie Madoff shit before. <laughs> Bernie Madoff with my money. <laughs> <laughs> he did that son of a bitch. So we'll see with Voyager. I really do think that these guys are positioning themselves to acquire it. And I think that, that would that's best. The same thing with FTX acquiring acquiring uh, BlockFi. Again, another company that was over leveraged and also had invested in Terra Luna and was getting that 20%. Everybody's brilliant, but all good things, they, they don't last forever. You know what I mean? There's a, a point in time where well, like the Fed position into that that's one thing. You know, I we all see crypto as being as being the future. At least I do, and I still do. And all this stuff muddies the water for Bitcoin as its initial use case and, and stuff. None of this is because of Bitcoin. None of this is because crypto doesn't work. Right. It's all because of greedy motherfuckers. The, yeah. So I, I saw somebody write, uh, somebody comparing it to the dot-com bubble back in whatever it was, late 90s, early 2000s, whatever. And they are like, Again, it didn't stop the internet from being the no. thing that it was, but it was all this stuff happening on the periphery where people were like, oh, I don't know about those that dot-com bubble. You know what I mean? So, right. But the internet as thing. a whole is not the, you know what I mean? You can... The internet's not responsible for what the men behind it, you know, men right. behind you the company. Right, article. Doing. You can change the world on the internet and do good things and help, or you can watch fucking barnyard porn. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to have both. Oh, man. Jimmy knows. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. good. laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I mean? It's the same thing with like the, the gun, the, the gun debate constantly back and forth. You know what I mean? Guns are evil or, or it's the same thing with a fucking ink pen. You know what I mean? You can write a love Fuck letter. You, you can stab somebody in the fucking eye with it. <laughs> you know, it's just brutal. People. It's people. Yeah, it is. In other news, oh, this is another one of Sparky's fucking things. A rich yeah. dad, poor dad. Robert Kiyosaki. Bitcoin price prediction. Robert Kiyosaki's best-selling author and financial literacy book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and the best well-known Bitcoin real estate investor has turned to Twitter to discuss his buy-the-dip strategies and make fresh forecasts about the Bitcoin price. Yeah. He thinks it's going down to 1100 but this guy's all over the place. He can't yeah, sure. really. But the, the reason, so I, I'm so glad that you arranged all of these stories in the same, in the way that you did, because I can see on your tabs what's next. Okay. <laughs> so Kiyosaki saying $1,100, right? And we're all going, whatever. This is dumb. We don't even have to go into why he's saying it. Okay. Click on that next tab. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. And what's the headline? Mount Gox creditors inch closer to repayment as Bitcoin dump looms. So yeah. guys, here's the thing. We're in crypto winter right now. Bitcoin's yeah. Bitcoin dipped to what? 17,000 or something? Yeah. Is that what I heard? Yeah. I, I haven't even been watching it. But if this Mount Gox Bitcoin goes back on the market, dude, what, what's going to, I mean, like we could be seeing way lower numbers than we're seeing right now. 142,000 of Bitcoin. The trustee is restricting creditors and moves ahead of repayment. And why wouldn't they do? They probably had this stuff in the in the chamber ready to go when Bitcoin's at 50,000. Who knows? They're just waiting for a fucking market. Of course, I want to, you know what I mean? If I got to pay Carney back in silver, I'd rather do it at $11 an ounce than fucking $50 an ounce. You yep. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Can I guess we that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe they'll pay them back in Boiser tokens. <laughs> Ooh, wouldn't that be a burn, huh? <laughs> <laughs> your ass. How about Cum Rocket? Yeah, that. Luna. Creditors of the defunct cryptocurrency exchange, Mt. Gox, are closer to getting repaid, according to a July 6th letter of the business. And I've, we've been hearing that. This happened when? 2014? Yeah. 2013, 2014. Uh, Mt. Gox went offline and suspended all trading in February 2014 after losing about 850,000 Bitcoin. Oh, 850,000 uh, Bitcoin. Imagine that, Carney. No. God damn. No. no. How do you lose That's, that? Michael Saylor, you, you're fucking hard out. You didn't get shit on these guys back in the day. 
850,000 Bitcoin valued at about 500 million at the time. And we were like, whoa. And now at 21,000, it's valued at about 2.9 billion. <laughs> Six so, months ago, that would have been about 6 billion. So imagine those hitting the market and people going, I want my money back. No. Six months ago, that would have been that would have been about nine billion. Yeah. So you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean because I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> Eight hundred fifty thousand Bitcoin valued at two point nine billion as of today at twenty one thousand. I believe that's where we're at with we're right around there, high twenty thousands. I think so. Let's check Coin Gecko. Right there. Right there. Boom. Bitcoin sitting at $721. Refresh that shit. Yeah, well, fuck. I just pulled this shit up for crazy. Uh, it don't matter. Look at that. It's up 7.3% for the week. Yep. Ethereum's up 8% for the week. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Cardano, what'd that go up to? Cardano, 1%. Sitting at 46 cents. What I'm interested in is B G A. Oh, let's see what that. Oh, we're at 385 17 cents down another 9% for the day. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna pay you and void your token. Right? Can't wait. Yeah, the, the only reason it hasn't dumped harder is because you can't get on Voyager where it's all locked up. Right? Right. Yeah, the Voyager is yeah, exactly. The, the second if that comes back online the second that goes back online you're going south of zero zero like hard yeah <laughs> and party with your well we'll see if it well a lot of people aren't paying attention as much as we are but if they're acquired by that other company just sit just sit and wait dude don't dump them especially if they're going to continue to give the fucking you can take your take your coins off but don't sell the VGX. Right. Because at that just, point in time, you're at a loss anyway. You might as well hold your breath and see what happens. Yeah. That they might get a restructuring. Yeah. They might get Hold your breath or hold your nose. <laughs> might get, yeah. Both. They might have Frenchman token and, and rename the whole oh, platform. You think so? And most people won't even fucking know. You know what I mean? They won't. They will. But... Well, people like us will remember. Yeah, but the like the the like, new retail coming in won't. So you you have a point, yeah. right? Like I'm at a loss right now. Well, I think we're except for maybe you, Jimmy. We're all at a loss on Voyager right now. So it's like yeah. might as well just hang on to it, you know? Right. Just think, I rode that motherfucker up to the seven bucks. I know. <laughs> and I rode her back now, but I played with that the whole time. You yep. know what I mean? And then I traded for for other stuff. I I I never. Even right now, I, I I just the 500 tokens. You know what I mean? I just nope. wanted to be able to get the interest rates, and I never needed any more than that. Well, your 500 tokens now are worth how much? <laughs> Twenty bucks. I think I got 512. Actually, $88.94. What the fuck? What are you fussing about? Jimmy, <laughs> what are you? Fussing about? We, you, I think uh, we you go, go to, to McDonald's for a week straight on that. Yeah, right. well, you go to Applebee's once. Yeah, or something. Well, if you go with Frenchman, that just pays for drinks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> for the Outback, I'll buy you a blooming onion. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, in other news, oh, crypto payments are acceptable in foreign trade. Russia's financial watchdog says. Of course they say that. <laughs> yeah, we'll take your Bitcoin. <laughs> Russian financial watchdog. Oh, I bet. Russell Monernin or whatever is ready to accept the use of cryptocurrencies for international settlements. The head of the agency, Yuri Chikachakchikin, whatever, has indicated <laughs> that the statement adds to the growing support for the legalization of international crypto payments in Russia and financial restrictions imposed over its invasion of Ukraine. The Federal Finance and Monitoring Service of the Russian Federation, also known as Rosfin Monitoring, fully accept cryptocurrencies can be uh, employed for settlements with foreign partners. Uh, speaking of the Federation Council, the upper house of the Russian parliament emphasized that the payments on the digital assets inside Russia are prohibited by law. The country's current legislation bans 
However, the, under certain conditions, such payments may be well uh, be used for international trade. The high ranking of official believes that it can help business oriented towards exporting Russian products. Go figure. Say goodbye to Swift. <laughs> right. If, if the supply chain is controlled, then it is quite acceptable, he says. Makes sense, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about it. In mm -hmm. other news, Spanish Exchange Together blocks operation affecting 100,000 users. The crypto sector is continually getting rocked. Together, one of the oldest cryptocurrency exchanges in Spain has suddenly blocked its operations, leaving its users without access to their accounts. Imagine. Mm -hmm. The platform informed that it had to take this action due to the current situation of the market. And an email <laughs> directed to the customers. In addition, the platform erased its presence from social media and deleting its account on Twitter. Instead of both of us losing your money, how about you just lose your money? <laughs> yeah we're gonna go you don't want me to be sad dollar. right we're gonna flee spain just like the others fled singapore yeah. <laughs> keep your coins off exchanges where do these people go like uh all the all the shit's going on I mean, there's fucking people fleeing everywhere <laughs> really though the fucking dudes uh, three arrows just bailed well they stopped the Luna dude, and he can't go nowhere. He's fucked. These people are peeling. I, you know, you I was know, thinking about they all that. Just got to hang out somewhere, and they're like, "Hey, how much you fucking rip these people off for?" Yeah, all you right. know, I was thinking about that today while I was weeding my garden, and I thought, you know, they're probably gonna go live in a mud hut with their millions of dollars. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if it makes much sense, you know. Can't yeah. spend it. Global cryptocurrency market cap today is at nine hundred sixty-one billion. Still small. Okay, now it could go farther, like we said when we talked about the Fed and all that other bullshit. Who knows? But keep keep the big picture in mind. I'm I'm totally content with sitting and waiting. There, this is gonna be brutal the next year. I don't know what crypto how far it can go. It's the deep know. dive. Yeah, it is the deep dive. But right now is the time to be excited. When it was at sixty thousand, you're like, fuck. I mean. Usually, like us, when nobody gets to back the boat up, you know what I mean? Unless yeah. you're like some huge fucking entity, they back the boat. Up. Well, this this is exactly it. Like, if there's one thing that I've learned since 2017, and especially doing this podcast, it, it's get your buy and sell signals right. And I did not, like the last time, I didn't get my buy signals right. And I got to say, when it hit the top of like 69,000 or whatever, I didn't get my sell signals right. You know, and not, I don't even know that I'll buy and sell, but at least I know, like, don't freak out. You know, yeah, for sure. like this is going to come and go again. This is everybody's running for the hill. Well, not everybody, because we're still sitting at 20 something thousand. And I showed you cases of uh, Bitcoin wallets of uh, people holding over one Bitcoin has gone up like tremendously. Right. <laughs> and all that other stuff. But. Bitcoin's not going anywhere. No. S&P and all the other markets and all that stuff. And when they switch, when the Fed pivots and goes the other way, this stuff is just naturally money's going to go where it's treated best time and time again. And and, and cryptocurrency is going to have the largest reward out of that because it's the smallest market. You have the right. S&P sitting at like 30-something trillion dollars right now, I, I believe. Stuff way, way, way overvalued. Stuff that's still pro probably overvalued. You know what I mean? And people could say the same thing about this. is It's overvalued. But according to our fucking chart, if you go, you know what I mean? Everything is always overvalued or undervalued. <clears throat> and it's... Uh, it's a good time to, to uh, start dollar cost averaging. Yeah. And cost average and the Bitcoin having this is the only asset that we know that has a hard, you know, that we know the supply. And, and the one thing that, 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 yeah, like the one thing that I'm taking away out of all of this is, and I know you're supposed to have the right division in your portfolio, but man, I'm becoming more and more of a Bitcoin maxi every yeah. day. I am so. too. 
but it's okay to buy a scratch ticket once in a while. Yeah. You just got to do it at the right time. Yep. When the market's fucking taking off, there are going to be, there are going to be 20x, 50x. You know what I mean? You're not going to get that at a Bitcoin. You're just, you're not going to, you know, it's not going to 50x from 20, maybe 10 years, 20 years down the road. Who knows what the hell will happen? But you can get them big gains out of it. And, and don't, just don't get too greedy. You know what I mean? You know, who is it that, that said that they got rich by by never selling the top and never being able to buy the bottom? <laughs> right. You know? And it's true. You, you never do. But when everybody's freaking out and everybody's running right now, everybody's exiting. Right. It's time, it's time to move in because this is going to it's going to happen again when the pendulum swings because. Because they'll lower the interest rates and they'll start printing money. It's happened time and time and time and time and time again. And every time it happens, people freak out. You know what I mean? Right now, you're an idiot. Right. You know, six months ago, we were brilliant. I <laughs> know. And it's, you know what I mean? It's just the same fucking, the same cycle. And right now, you, you always, like, wanted to, you wish you had that opportunity or you wish that. This is it. The right time. This is a good opportunity right now. This is it. And just don't look at it every day and whatever. Just set a, a dollar cost to whatever to a week on. I, I'm personally using Gemini right now. Because I'm not, I was never a huge fan of Coinbase. <clears throat> I always hyped up the Voyager because of the rewards and all that stuff. Granted, Voy uh, Gemini does have uh, a stable token, a stable coin that you can earn interest on and stuff like that. Be careful about that, but don't just don't keep your don't keep your money on there. Buy it and get it off. Buy it and get it off. You know what I mean? Just keep moving, and you'll get more educated and more fluent with your wallet. And there's certain benefits and stuff that. Wow, Bitcoin just had a nice little jump right there. It did. 120 bucks. It's just for you. Just for us. We're talking nice to it. But this is the time that the this is when the money is made, is when everybody is when there's blood out. in the streets. And there's a lot of people like that Kevin O'Leary guy. I think he's a really smart financial guy. He thinks that there's there's a lot more downtrend. And there could be. But we're looking two years out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I could back up to the coronavirus when it was six thousand or three thousand something a coin, fuck, I would have bought a fucking, bought a fucking oh yeah. But you that's did. when I that's when I went heavy into it, and I'm still. You'd have done the three AC thing and borrowed a bunch of money. Everything that I have right now, every bit of crypto that I have is the house money. Right. Because you're and on I'm the not, other side. I'm not it. saying that to brag, and I'm not saying that to. I'm just saying that to open your eyes that it is possible. No matter you can make money in a bear market. Well, can... and and here's the thing, and we don't have a whole lot of time left, but like, so I, I have a friend who lost a significant amount on Voyager, like close to ten thousand dollars, and for him it's a pretty significant part of his savings. And like, honestly, I kind of struggled with like, do I even want to do the podcast anymore? Cause like I felt bad. Right. Cause the only reason he was in on it was because of me and what I decided, like I, I, you know, instead of just going down that road, I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm kind of also, I didn't tell you about it, but you're, you know, I was also the one that sparked your interest. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like we have both scales. You you've been massively successful with it. Somebody else we bragged up Voyager because of the interest rates on right. it. And out of all the exchanges, that was the most attractive one and made the most sense to me. But then again, we've always said to keep your money off exchanges. You know what I mean? I'm gonna stand by that. Nobody like if you have thirty something thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars on that, you're foolish. I personally have never had that on on right. If if Voyager never comes back, I'm probably out about two three grand, and I'm okay with that because I'm playing with the house's money anyway. I'm grateful for what I have. Well, I mean, Get I'm a ledger and understand it. And that's right. It. And I'm not playing with the house's money, but at the same time. Like I got snapped on the fingers and it hurt, 
but it's not life ending, you know, tragedy, whatever. It's like, okay, I learned a lesson. And that lesson is it goes off, you know, you buy it on the exchange, it goes off the exchange. That's it. There's no accumulating and sending it over all at once. Nope. Not doing that anymore. Nothing goes up forever. Yeah. And the Voyager thing, all you do is sit and wait. And hopefully I'm right. And maybe it just, it looks so much like that's what's going on. Why else would they do that? Why would they lend them that money if they didn't think that they were going to get back? And I don't think that they're lent. I think that that was uh, a position, just getting themselves in position to acquire it. Can you, can you hear all that banging? Yeah. That's fireworks outside my house. Here. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what is that? All right. Cool. Well. Frenchman disappeared. Sounds he like uh, he thinks we got hacked. Um, <laughs> I don't think we did, but uh, are we good here? We are good. All right. Let's wrap it up for this week. No rock and roll on the way out, but uh, have a good week and, uh, you know, drop us a line. I don't know where to, I, I guess we're probably still at uh, crypto whack pack at gmail.com. And you can yeah. reach us on Twitter too. Who are you on Twitter now? There you go, buddy. Beer and Bitcoin. Here in Bitcoin, check us out. We'll talk. Uh, uh, diversify and don't keep your coins on exchanges. There you go. That's the bottom line. That is the bottom line. All right, buddy. We'll see you next week. Later.